I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. So glad you're with us. Hey, listen, we were talking earlier about digestive system and I had so much information I had to cover and I covered, I was laughing, I had to probably about, I don't know, 20 pages of, of research that I put together and I used one half of one page for, the, for when we were talking about it before. So normally I like to cover a new topic, but Garrett, uh, my producer said, just continue on, you've got so much to cover. So, so we talked about the stomach and the mouth and the digestive system uh, and the pancreas kicking in and breaking down enzymes. If you, if you missed that show, it's on our website, drjoe.com. And we started talking about bloating and gas and this is a big issue. Because so many people have issues with digestion and they don't know what to do. They don't know who to talk to about it. And they may go to the doctor and they'll say, here, take some pills. And I'm not against pills. Please understand that. But I want to find out why something isn't working. I've always been like that. Even as a kid, I would take things apart and try to figure out why they weren't working. So it kind of parlayed into my adult life now and trying to find out why your body isn't working. So I don't take you apart, but I try to dig in a little bit and try to find out what's going on. So things that can cause bloating, uh, you have an infection. Of course, that can do it. Uh, irritable bowel syndrome, which I was going to cover in the next part of the show. I guess I have to save that for a whole other show. Uh, celiac disease, uh, hormone changes, constipation. Uh, celiac disease, if I don't get to it, is so easy to deal with. And the, the process is this. Cut out wheat. That's it. Now, we can do biopsies on you, and that's really the only true way to know if you have celiac disease. And we can do chemical re uh, blood works and see if you have a C-reactive protein and inflammation in the body. But the simplest advice I can give you when it comes to nutrition, this is the easiest thing I'll ever tell you when it comes to nutrition, cut out wheat and dairy products. Everybody. In fact, I was just on uh, Eric Von Hessler's show, The Von Hessler Doctrine, and uh, the producer, Jared, we talked about this on the air so I can say it. Uh, Jared said, oh, my sinuses are killing me with the, with the uh, pollen. And I said, here's a little tip for you. Cut out all wheat and all dairy products. Give it a few days. Maybe give it a week. If I'm wrong, so what? You gave up wheat and dairy for a couple of days. Go back to wheat and dairy. If I'm right, which I am, then you'll understand that when you put so much strain on your immune system with wheat and dairy products and then pollen comes in, it's just too much for your immune system to handle and you have this blowout reaction. One of my absolute favorite people in the world is celiac, oh, not celiac, gluten intolerant. And she was at her mother's house and had three pieces of bread. And next day, pff, sinuses just blew up. Two, three days, sinus was blown up. And it's just that simple. Don't eat wheat. Don't eat dairy products. Now, there's gluten-free breads. I, bread is still sugar, by the way, but if you're going to do bread, you can do gluten-free breads as a stepping stone. And dairy is easy. There's nothing in the dairy world that there isn't a substitute for now. There's whipped cream, there's milk, there's butter, there's cheese, uh, there's ice cream. So there's nothing in the dairy world we don't have substitutes for. 35 years ago, it was a little different. Now it's really easy to do that. Um, so cut out wheat and dairy. And I challenge everybody listening right now to do this simple little free test. You don't have to tell me what the results are either. I know what the results are. I want you to give up wheat and dairy eh, five days. I'd say two weeks is really the ultimate test, but if you're not going to willing to give me five days, two weeks, give me five days. 
At the end of five days, have a couple of slices of pizza, wheat and dairy. See what happens. If you don't feel good, I was right. If there's no change, I was wrong. So what? Nothing lost. That's a, this is the best bet you'll ever take. You can only win or break even. You can never lose on this bet that I'm giving you right now. So why wouldn't you do it? Absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be doing this. So go ahead and do that and see what happens. And then when you get the results, you can send me an email and let me know. You can send me messages through the website, of course. Any messages or questions, drjoe.com. So that's, I kind of got off on a tangent there. Sorry about that. So how do I reduce gas and bloating? Well, you can eat slow. You can take digestive enzymes. Digestive enzymes probably be the easiest thing to do um, because, again, as you get older, no matter how slow you eat, you're still enzyme levels are dropping. So I take Dr. Joe's digestive enzyme. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Um, so feel free to, of course, order them there. I carry them in my car. I have them in my office, have them in my house. Whenever I eat a cooked meal, pop an enzyme. Real simple. Now, sometimes you might want to eat foods that cause a lot of gas and bloating, but you may not be in a social situation where that's appropriate. Well, there's another reason to take the enzyme. Solves that problem. So the enzymes really are pretty amazing. Uh, the other thing that I find so often is that the stomach can push up against your diaphragm. And if the stomach spasms and pushes up against the diaphragm, you cannot break down your proteins. We talked earlier about how the stomach breaks down proteins. It's, it's the stomach's job. So the, stomach pass, the food is passing from the stomach into the small intestine. It's not being broken down properly. And then it essentially rots in the gut, giving off the gases. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, stomach chest pain, uh, trouble swallowing, sinus problems, acid can come up into your sinuses, chances are your stomach is pushed up against your diaphragm. So you might want to come see us for that. 85% of the patients that I test have this condition. 85%. Isn't that crazy? And that's my personal research that I've done. And when you take somebody's stomach and just gently adjust it or pull it down away from the diaphragm, let me tell you, they want to they name their kids after you. It's crazy when you fix somebody's digestive system because as we talked earlier, the stomach is breaking proteins into amino acids and amino acids become neurotransmitters and neurotransmitters help your brain work. And the, the, the neurotransmitter serotonin, 95% of the serotonin in your body is used in your digestive system. Only 5% is used in your brain. So if you're not producing enough serotonin and there's a shortage of serotonin, who's going to win? Your digestive system. It gets 95%. Your brain only gets 5%. So if we can get the digestive system working, you can absorb the nutrients more efficiently and you can produce better serotonin, which is going to help your digestive system work better, which will help you absorb your nutrients better, which will help your brain work better. See how everything's connected? And so if the stomach is pushed up against the diaphragm, you're not breaking down your proteins properly, you want to come see us, we can adjust or pull the stomach away from the diaphragm in most cases. And it's incredible. It's night and day. And it's not just about feeling better. You're actually healthier. And a lot of times the stomach bloating goes away. And so people like that because the stomach flattens out. I get that way. If my stomach is pushed up against my diaphragm, I just feel fat. And I eat pretty well. And I'm thinking, why do I feel fat? And I'll go through my diet. I do this all the time. I go through, what did I eat? I didn't eat bread, didn't eat dairy, of course. I don't eat dairy. I had a dairy in 35 years. Oh, I know what it is. I grab one of my doctors. Hey, Dr. Cat, fix my stomach. Hey, Dr. Irwin, fix my stomach. Pull my stomach away from the diaphragm. Almost within minutes, I feel better. Now, it took me several adjustments to get to that almost within minutes part of my life. But we work on that all the time. So if you do have an issue like that, come see us. 
uh, go to the website, drjoe.com, and we'll set you up an appointment. We'll check the nervous system, we'll check your digestive system, and we'll do a nutrition workup on you too. Now, I joke about the seven deadly sins of nutrition, and alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener, every one of them produces gas. Alcohol is a sugar. Sugar gets into the small intestine, ferments, and creates gas. Meat, that just rots in your colon. You know about that. You know, bologna gas and hot dog gas. and uh, Sugar, sugar again ferments and causes sugar. Dairy has a lot of uh, proteins in it, specifically casein, that we don't have the enzyme called renin to break down the casein. So that causes a lot of gas and bloating. Coffee is an irritant to the bowel. Coffee irritates the bowel, and that's why a lot of people have to drink coffee to go to the bathroom in the morning. But in the process, that can cause a lot of gas. And then artificial sweeteners um, can cause problems too. Now, fructose, if you're doing high fructose corn syrup or something called sorbitol, which is a natural low-calorie sweetener, but sorbitol can also break down and cause a lot of gas. So you'll find sorbitol in things like candies, chewing gum, uh, energy bars, low-carb foods. They'll put sorbitol in it to make it taste sweet. So if you're eating these foods and you're getting real gassy, you think, okay, what's causing it? Sugar and sorbitol. So the heartburn, that's the stomach pushed up against the diaphragm. Now, people ask me all the time, they say, well, Dr. Joe, what causes it? Because again, I know what's causing your problems, but what causes the problem that's causing the problems? I find, my personal life, when I eat a big meal, the stomach pushes up into my diaphragm. And the symptom that I get, first symptom I ever get, is I can't stop eating. I just am ravenous. I just want to keep shoving food down my throat, even though I know I've had enough food. My stomach is full and it hurts, but I want to keep eating. And I believe, and I have no research on this to prove this, but knowing what I know about anatomy and physiology, my stomach is not producing something called leptin. Now, leptin is released in the blood vessel from the blood system, from the stomach, goes up into the hypothalamus and tells me that I'm full. That's how the full mechanism works in the body. The stomach empties out. Food is passed through your body. The small intestine says, hey, I got no food in here. It releases a chemical called ghrelin hormone. And ghrelin goes into the hypothalamus and tells me that I'm full. But if my stomach is up against my diaphragm, again, this is total speculation because I don't know if there's any research out there. If there is, any doctors or gastroenterologists, let me know. I'm not getting the leptin release to go into my hypothalamus because my stomach is so bloated and full. So I just want to keep eating. And when that happens, I have to step back and say, wait a minute, my stomach is not working right. Go to the office, get one of my doctors to fix my stomach, and almost instantly, the problem is solved. So I don't know. That's my symptom. Uh, and then I do burp a lot. When I start burping a lot, then I know right away my stomach is up against my diaphragm. But fixing the stomach up against the diaphragm, what is sometimes called a hiatal hernia, it's, it's, it's just night and day. And I don't know how to get the message across to you how important it is to get that fixed. It's vital. So if you have issues like that, heartburn, acid reflux, burping, gas, bloating, come see us. Heartburn is when you have a little burning. When it becomes gastroesophageal reflux disease, it happens at least twice a week for a few weeks. So heartburn becomes, it's just chronic heartburn basically is called gastroesophageal reflux disease or GERD, G-E-R-D. So if you go to our website, drjoe.com, type in the word GERD, G-E-R-D. I have a real short article that I wrote about the techniques that we use to adjust the stomach. So if you want more information, it's all there. It's real easy to understand. But fixing the stomach, pulling it down away from the diaphragm 
is just crazy good, uh, and it just works so well. And usually people have these symptoms worse at night because when they lay down, you don't have gravity pulling the stomach down away from the diaphragm. So that's why it's important when you start seeing these symptoms and you start seeing it at night. And a lot of you right now, I can guarantee you, at least half the people listening are saying, Dr. Joe, are you talking to me? Are you specifically mentioning me in this show? Because you just listed all the symptoms that I have. Because so many people have the same symptoms. You're not alone in the world, folks. A lot of people have these same symptoms. And so when we get in there and fix the cause, it's usually pretty cool. So symptoms of GERD or acid reflux, bad breath is one of them. And I know this because I breathe around a lot of people. And when the, when the breath smells like a bowel, it smells like a potty, that's usually the food rotting in the colon because it wasn't digested in the, in the stomach to begin with and passed into the small intestine. And when that happens, uh, it just rots. And the gases from the rotten food get, get exchanged into the blood system. They go into the lungs. They exchange again, and they come out through the breath. Every patient I've ever had or every person I've ever known in my life that has breath like that, as soon as we adjust their stomach within minutes, the problem starts to clear up. So if you have chronic bad breath, if you know somebody with chronic bad breath, that's a warning sign. It's telling you something's wrong and you want to get it fixed. It's just that simple. So don't think that bad breath is just something that's annoying. It's a warning sign. Just like pain is a warning sign. When people come into our offices, they might have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Well, Dr. Joe, it really isn't that big a deal. I just take some aspirin, it goes away. The pain is telling you that there's something wrong. Don't ignore it. If you ignore it, that's when it becomes a serious issue. Bad breath is a warning sign. It's kind of like a, a fire alarm going off. Right now here in the studio, if a fire alarm went off, that's a warning sign. What would I do? What should I do? I'm not going to sit here and just keep doing the show. I'm going to get out. When you have pain, when you have bad breath, when you have sleep issues, you have digestive issues, those are warning signs, and you just ignore them. I don't want you to do that anymore. Stop it. If you cough a lot, that could be uh, uh, acid reflux coming up into the throat, hoarse or raspy voice, uh, nausea, difficulty swallowing, sore throat, even tooth decay. The acid can come up through your esophagus into your mouth and eat away at your teeth and your gums. I cannot tell you how many dentists have referred us patients over the years I said, Dr. Joe, I listened to your show. I heard what you said about tooth decay. I got a ton of patients with tooth decay. Would you check their stomachs? 100% of them have had acid reflux. And we can take medicine to resolve the acid reflux issue, but that's treating the symptom. So you can take antacids, which neutralize the stomach acid, but that's dangerous. Why? Because you need stomach acid to break down proteins into amino acids to produce neurotransmitters to make your brain work. So if you're not breaking down the proteins properly, you got an issue. So taking the medication, again, if you have to take it, you have to take it. But there are side effects. One of them being you're not digesting your food. I would rather just simply pull the stomach away from the diaphragm and then hopefully resolve that issue. Now, it doesn't work on everybody, but a major, major majority of people get amazing results when we pull the stomach down away from the diaphragm. So it really is neat stuff. And again, if you go to the website, drjoe.com, uh, just type in the word GERD, G-E-R-D, you'll see it. Now, if the acid comes up for too long, it can cause scar tissue to form, and that's called Barrett's esophagus. I don't know who Barrett was. I have a friend, Cher, who has a son named Barrett, but that's the only Barrett I know. Uh, and there's a Barrett Parkway in Atlanta, but those are the only Barretts I know. So whoever Barrett's uh, esophagus was, he got a disease named after him. So you may have to pull the stomach away from the diaphragm and then hopefully see if we can break up some of that scar tissue. 
um, because that's, again, that's advanced stages of this acid reflux. So that's not good. And ultimately, the acid can eat away your esophagus and lead to something like esophagitis or even cancer. So it's not something you want to play with. So again, you can take H2 blockers, that's acid blockers, to prevent occasional heartburn. Um, the problem with H2 blockers is they interfere with anti-seizure medication, blood thinners, and medications for heart rhythm. So now we've got another problem. And here's the other thing, too, as I go off on a tangent here. The stomach and the digestive system controlled by something called the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. It's my favorite nerve, by the way. The vagus nerve also has control over the heart. So many times when we fix somebody's digestive system, their blood pressure drops and their irregular heartbeat goes away. I had that condition for years. I didn't know what it was when I was a child. And when I finally got my stomach fixed, all my heart problems went away. Pretty cool. Okay. So it's another benefit that we can do when we fix the body and get the body working properly. So if you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, these are all warning signs that something's wrong. Now we can treat just the stomach. And I have one patient actually, and all the patients we see in all four of our offices, which are many, many, many patients, and she only wants her stomach adjusted. She goes to another chiropractor to get her, her spine adjusted because she's been going to them for years. And she says, I'm, I'm just loyal to them. I'm going to stay there. But will you adjust my stomach? Which I find silly because why don't you just let us do it all? But it's, it's fine with me. So all the other patients, when we work on the stomach, we want to work on the spine as well. Because the way the body works, we talked about this last week, the brain is sending messages down the spine, out the nerves to every cell in the body. So the brain is telling the heart to beat, the lungs to breathe, the stomach to digest food, the prostate, the colon, the ovaries to work. Everything is happening because the brain tells it what to do. And if there's chemical interference between the brain and the body, we fix that with nutrition, hopefully. But if there's physical interference, if you have a pinched nerve, if you have a pinched nerve, what's the first thing you think of? I got pain, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Those are signs that there's a pinched nerve. However, 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. Let me say that again. 90% of your nerves don't feel pain. You can have a pinched nerve and not know it. And so in our office, we test the nerves that feel pain, but we also test the 90% that don't feel pain. And then my third concern is arthritis. If bones are out of alignment, they rub up against each other and they wear out. How often? 100% of the time. So if we can get the spine lined up properly and take the pressure off the nerves, A, you usually feel better. B, we usually open up nerves to organs so the brain can talk to the organs. And C, we slow down, stop, and sometimes slightly reverse a lot of the degenerative process. So if you have pain, if you have acid reflux, if you have headaches, numbness, tingling, sciatica, muscle weakness, folks, those are warning signs. They're telling you that something's wrong. And what would be the logical thing to do? Fix it. Don't let the fire alarm keep ringing or don't shut it off. Find out where the fire is. If you're having symptoms, don't just shut it off. It's okay to shut it off if you need to, but then find out why. So if you want to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love the opportunity to be your doctor. So you can make an appointment right online, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. We, uh, the offices are right there on the homepage, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Just click on it, bring you right to our appointment calendar. You can book it right online. The initial visit was $375. We reduced that to $199. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first adjustment, going over the x-rays on the follow-up visit, and a complete nutrition evaluation. The nutrition evaluation alone is $150. 
So if we've reduced it now to help out with COVID, and COVID is going to be over soon, I hope, and then we're going to have to go back to our regular prices. I do recommend you book the appointment right away. And the reason I say that is my doctors book up very quickly. And if you want to make an appointment, you want to get in there before they book up so you can get your time slot. I tell our patients too, when you give your care plan, because after that, you're going to get a care plan. It's not just one and done, folks. So if you think you're coming in for one visit, don't waste your time and your money. It's going to take more than that. Because if we accept you as a patient, you, you have a problem. It's going to take time. Average treatment in our office is about 10 weeks. Not every day, of course, but about 10 weeks. And then we do maintenance. But I tell my patients, book your appointments out. Do your whole treatment plan. Book it out in advance. Because if you don't, there's a good chance that you might not be able to get the appointment you want when the time comes. And it kills me when I hear my staff say, well, I'm sorry, Dr. Cat is totally booked up. We can't get you in that day. That's why you need to be one of those people that's booking her up or Dr. Irwin or Dr. Amy or Dr. Uh, uh, we have a bunch of doctors. Um, get them booked up as quickly as possible. Because if you don't, you're going to have problems, Okay. Uh, Dr. Martini's in our West Cobb office, um, so you can see him. You can see Dr. Cat and uh, Dr. Pam in our Duluth office. Dr. Amy runs our uh, Stockbridge office, and then all of them are here in the Marietta office, of course, where I am. Um, and so if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com. Do it very, very quickly. And, of course, if you've listened to the show before, you know what I'm going to say now. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, in my experience, 100% of the time. Because if you, I see people every single day, I was in a car accident two years, five years, 10 years ago. Now the damage has set in, scar tissue has formed, the case is closed, the insurance company doesn't care what happens to you, that you signed off on it, they, they're thrilled to pieces, you're gone. And now you have the residual of these injuries that you never got fixed. And sometimes it may not be fixable or maybe be able to stabilize but not improve it because it's been there for so long. So don't be one of those people that says, I wish I'd come sooner, Dr. Joe. Why did I wait? I don't know why you waited. So anyway, the website, drjoe.com. Also, if you like what you're hearing and you're a podcast junkie, go to your podcast service and type in Dr. Joe for the health of it. Dr. Joe for the health of it. That is our podcast and all the podcast services. And we, you, you can listen to shows like this and hundreds and hundreds of others. And on our website, we have over 1,500 hours of podcasts as well. The supplements that we talk about, if you have acid reflux or heartburn, please, folks, take digestive enzymes until you can get to come see us. The minimum supplements you should be taking, Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. They're on the website as well, drjoe.com. So if you're serious about wanting to get well, the nervous system has to be working properly, the digestive system has to be working properly, and you have to have good nutrition. And the website, drjoe.com, is an amazing source of information on all those issues. Type in what you're looking for in the search bar, and you'll find it. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to have a whole new website. It's going to be a lot easier to use, so just kind of keep looking out for that too. Now, we talk about acid reflux and heartburn. Sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes it's a heart attack. Sometimes it's a tumor. Sometimes it's cancer. If it hurts to swallow for more than a couple of days, you feel like you're choking and can't breathe, you have black, tarry-looking bowel movements, your mouth and throat hurt when you eat. You have difficulty speaking, swallowing foods. You vomit and it contains blood or worse, it looks like coffee grounds. If you're throwing up something that looks like coffee grounds, get to the emergency room immediately. Might be cancer. And if you have trouble breathing, if you have numbness and shooting pain in your left arm, if you're getting dizzy, shortness of breath, uh, anxious, that may be something you need to get to the emergency room right away. It may not be your stomach. 
might be your heart. Because remember, the same nerves that control the stomach control the heart. That's why when you fix the digestive system, many times the circulatory system improves, but vice versa. It can, you may think it's the stomach when it's really the heart. So folks, I'm running out of time. If you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. Make an appointment, drjoe.com. Uh, want to listen to the podcast, read, read articles, really go down a rabbit hole on that website. We've got so much information on the website, drjoe.com. And again, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. You can buy your supplements online and we can ship them to you or you can come see us. Come to the office. Why? A, we want to say hi, and B, it's going to save your shipping costs. We're trying to keep this as affordable as possible as long as we can. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Tell your friends about the show. Follow us on social media at Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app.